gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere! Moshere! Social Q&A live, episode 47. How to approach a woman who's finally single again. We've got a bit of a context today. We've got a bit of a story. Up, up, from the gram. Uh, no names mentioned today. Uh, he was quite, quite concerned about. He thought I'd be showing the actual message. Not going to be happening today. We're not going to be. I never do that. I never show the actual message. Uh, unless you're following the bowl sip, then maybe we do. But I always block out names. Always block out things that are a little too personal. But we've got someone who's uh, been chasing up on this girl. Been diving, wanting to dive deep on this girl, I should say. So used to say, what did you dive on this girl? And uh, she's been, but it's actually a little bit different. There's something not just about she's single again. It's just like a typical crush scenario. It's not just that. It's also that he, he believes that she's a nice turtle shell and that this is following off of my Girls of Daddy Issues series, the two-part series, which has a lot of traction and a lot of people commenting on at the moment and just kind of just picking up more and more speed. And so this guy came in thinking that this girl's a daddy... Daddy issues girl and wants some advice on uh, how to speak his feelings. And we're going to get into his story. But if you guys are new to the social Q&A live, yeah, fucking welcome. We're going we're gonna to have a session today. You can drop any questions that you have in the chat box, dating, social dynamics, relationships, anything in the world of human interaction. That'll be open Q&A. So we have a preloaded question right now and we'll get to that in good time. You can also use the super chat which gets your question bumped to the top and is a donation to the channel, helps to support everything that goes on here. And that's all a little bit later on though. And also for those, I've, 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 uh, I'm not going to start saying this at the beginning, which is that these sessions are really about the class engagement. For those of you that are here live, I'm going to be throwing you curveballs, fast, fastballs, 
all types of questions uh, to help you learn along with the story, to learn along with the podcast. This is not just a uh, me spieling or me sticking at you guys. Uh, the feedback's been really good as well. You guys have been incredibly engaged in the last few weeks, specifically last week. Last week was off the chain. So before we do begin with the context of today, I'll address some of you in a chat in a second, but just make sure that you've hit the thumbs up on this video to get this video going. It helps send out the video to the rest of the community and lets YouTube's algorithm know that you're, you're dealing it, you're feeling it. So who we got up in this chat? We got Mr. Ski. We got a ski up in here going, how's it going, mate? Yep. Yeah, mate, yeah. Uh, there was a there was an ad. I went by a bus stop the other day that you was using your phrase. They weren't saying, how's it going, mate? Yep. But it was like the same font as your t-shirt. And it said, yep, at the beginning. It's like, yep, insurance is just that easy. And I just immediately made me thought, how's it going, mate? Yep. I uh, hope you're well. Hope you're doing well, mate. Who we Hang on. This, this is... I always forget about this. I got to zoom this shit in. This is way too... We got Masaki Sanaj going, Oip! I've never even seen you here, Masaki, so welcome. The last name is throwing me through a loop, unless that's your first name, unless you're like half Indian, half Japanese, because Masaki is definitely a Japanese name, but Sanaj is, sounds Indian, so welcome. Uh, Desca- Destracon comes in saying, yo, good to have you, mate. Exil up in here saying, I'm back, Sensei. Ah, welcome back, Exil, good to have you here. Infinite Paradox says, hey, <laughs> exclamation marks, good to have you, Infinite. Uh, Johnny Nguyen's up in here saying, ready for class. I'm still working on the assignment you gave me since. It's been a bit hectic. Uh, Johnny's referring to last week with the uni, setting up the uni dates. Meeting me halfway on that from last week's session. Uh, since it's been a bit of a hectic week moving, but I'll eventually deliver. Good, good. And Johnny's got some homework to uh, email me about when we get in on that. So let's, uh, that was just referring to setting up, setting up some dates from uni, I believe. I believe, I don't know, we get deep on these sessions. So let's go, preloaded, uh, preloaded story as to what to do, how to do when she has finally become available again. And this is a girl that you've, for whatever reason, have not been able to uh, pull the trigger on. I mean, you're going to see in this guy's story, I, I've, I hit him back. I sh- I'll read you the first message. I'll read all of you, but don't be surprised if you're a bit confused at the beginning, because I certainly was, and I hit him back with some extra context. So, here we go. Let me get to the beginning of his message here. <clears throat> so, I'm not going to use his first name, so I'm just going to call him X. We'll just call him X, the typical standard X. So, X comes in on Instagram, Instagram DM, slitted. Uh, shout out to Adam, we take one if you're not already following me there. And he, I don't even know what country he's from, but X comes in saying... So basically, I've been knowing this girl for two years, and she has daddy issues, as you talked about in your videos. She is more of the ice turtle shell rather than the lusting fire. Basically, summing up our relationship, we met two years ago, our energy matched up instantly, but she has just gotten into a relationship, in brackets, back then her self-esteem was really low, in brackets. We kept coming back to each other for like three times, and a month ago again, This time, breaking up with her boyfriend. I basically want her. She's that type of turtle shell. But ever since we started talking, she told me everything and we always discussed openly about her personal stuff. Any ideas of what should I do? Thank you for your time. So the gist, like we get the gist of it, but there was just a few uh, linear uh, timeline questions I had. Some things that just didn't quite make sense about that message. 
So I hit him back by saying, can you provide me some extra clarity on X, Y, and Z, a few different things? Uh, like, what did you mean by we kept coming back to each other three or four times? He then, come, he then came back to me with further context saying, hey, Adam, by coming back to each other, I meant as in we lost touch several times over the two-year period, like three or four times they came back in and out. I guess is what he's trying to say. But the connection between us made it possible to start talking again, even after all those times. I discussed my feelings around two years ago. Then we stopped talking several times, as I said, and she was still in her relationship. I discussed my feelings around two years ago. Hang on. Jesus. And then we stopped talking several times, as I said, and she was still in her relationship. So I don't know if that means she was in a relationship the entire two years or if it was different relationships or it sounds like there was just one. There's a few question marks, like minor details, but I think we get the gist of it. Uh, So anyways, he goes on to say, so I didn't want to remind her that it wouldn't change something. So rehashing, he discussed his feelings with her two years at the beginning, but then as she got into different relationships, he didn't push the issue. He didn't force the issue because he didn't want to remind her of that because it just wouldn't really change anything about the situation. He then goes on to say, and now that I'm planning on going out with her and telling her face to face that I still have feelings for her. Also, thanks for your time for reading this. So basically, this is, let's, it's a very, I don't know, it's a messy, it's a messy context, but I'll bring it back together here. Let's do it. So, basically, there's a girl that I really liked two years ago, discussed his feelings with her. To what extent, I have no idea. I don't, this this guy isn't deep on my content at all. He's only watched two videos, which was the two daddy issue videos, part one and part two. So, we've got to assume And in this session today, when I throw you guys some class questions coming up real soon, we're going to assume the absolute beginner. We're going to, because this, and not only just the absolute beginner, but also the uninitiated or the uh, unclear on certain principles. This will be very beginner friendly, this podcast, because I got to keep that in mind about him, that he doesn't necessarily know all the different things that we talk about in the world of social dynamics. So with that being said, anyways, uh, two years ago, I had these feelings with this girl's he said they talked about it. Does that mean he was full direct? I don't know. Let's say he, I'll just give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he did tell her that, hey, I really like you. But why they didn't get together, he mentioned that she had some pretty low self-esteem back then. And now the daddy issues are starting to play in, which is what makes this story a little bit spicier, a little bit different. This is not just, uh, like I said, when a, the average girl becomes available again, the play is actually quite different between Say you guys have been friends with a girl for a long time that you're super attracted to, but she and you don't think she has any psychological trauma, you don't think she has any uh, daddy issues, and just becomes available again. Well, the play is a lot simpler. There's not nearly as much uh, social savviness required for a situation like that as it is for this girl. And that's actually where things are going to get interesting here. So anyways, bring it back. He, she got into a relationship then and there, wasn't able to communicate his feelings. Now that she's out of the relationship... He's planning to go out with her and tell her his feelings. And he's just basically asked on how to best go about that, essentially. And let me just make sure I got that uh, 100% word for word. Oh, also, there was something else. There was something else that she said, that he said. He also went on to say that she's also basically told me now that she kissed three or four guys at a party because she was drunk and that she's not proud because it's not something she would normally ever do. 
So maybe she's changing her type from turtle to lusting. Yeah, and that's that's actually a whole different question. That's a whole different thing. Uh, we can maybe address that towards the end. It's not the core of the issue. We'll focus on his uh, execution, his 51st, and then we can look at why a girl might do that when she's coming out of a relationship. And you often see this. Girls often go on rampages where they get out of relationships, particularly the way the relationship ended. Girls uh, can go on a bit of a rampage. Um, rampage mode. And if you happen to be in the way, you happen to be in the way. So yeah, he just asked me, basically, we're the best, the best case, or the best uh, operation here. So I think we'll start this. And actually, this session, I always say this, this session might not be as long. Uh, and we're going to have a lot more time for actual Q&A or open Q&A. Because I'm just, I'm just going to cut straight to the core of the issue here, which is really a multiple choice. But a lot of things will follow on from this, and we'll get to see how many of you are switched on as to keeping in mind that these two have already had a discussion. Please keep this in mind before I give you this multiple choice question. This woman and this man have already discussed her psychological trauma. He's already said they've already had open discussions about uh, her... Adversity is not the right word, but maybe cautiousness towards masculine beings, which is why I guess he thinks that she's a nice turtle shell. He actually hasn't explained. He hasn't explained in his message why he thinks she's a nice turtle shell. But for those of you that don't know what Ice Turtle Shell is, because you haven't seen the Girls of Daddy Issues videos, part one and part two, an Ice Turtle Shell is a woman who, on the spectrum of Daddy Issues, far left, in which that, because of either lack of attention from her father or absence, actually, but absence is what is that one absence lack of attention or horrific treatment so either the absence of the masculine energy or really really poor treatment as in physical abuse or psychological abuse but he was actually there either case either way it goes that can push a woman and push a young girl in development to then resenting and becoming disdainful towards all masculine energy and boxing all masculine energy into don't touch don't go near because i'm always going to get hurt so just don't do it don't even get near it that's very hard and there's obviously there's a spectrum within it as well. There are girls that have uh, ice turtle shell mentality or affliction a lot worse than some others. There are some that just you see hardcore feminists that just hate men in general. All men suck. All men hate. That's the very far left of ice turtle shell. But there's also a far right of ice turtle shell where maybe she's just you know she needs seven, eight, ten different experiences with you before she's even willing to kiss you. You know, there's a spectrum within it. That gives you a better idea of what he, what we mean when we say ice turtle shell which is what this guy thinks she is, that she has a disdain for masculine energy as a result of whether the father was there or wasn't there. We don't know. I don't know. But they've discussed this together. Please keep this in mind. That's all I was bringing up. Only reason why I was bringing it up was that you guys just need to keep this in mind when I give you these multiple choice questions now. And then also, I just may as well explain what the lusting firebird is because he mentioned that at the end. It'll save me having to explain it uh, later on. The lusting firebird is the literally complete opposite. Same reasons for the inception though. So either because of horrific treatment from her father in early development or absence from her father in early development, she's then interpreted that in a completely opposite, the polar end in which that now she craves that. Now she can't live without it. Now that formed a complex within her in which that she can't operate in a, in a lifetime without the identity of that, oh, I always must have a masculine being with me regardless of how poor the treatment is. So they crave it, they seek it, they'll put up with uh, the most horrific of behavior. Uh, you know, guys that will openly say that they're cheating on them and the girl still wants to stay with them, that type of thing, et cetera, et cetera. Or as this guy mentioned that this girl, that she went out and 
made out of three or four different guys on a single night and got drunk. Is that Lusting Firebird? Not necessarily. We'll unpack that later because that's Rampage Mode. And Rampage Mode is very different. And that's something for later on. Something for later on. So, actually, if you guys want to know more about uh, Rampage Mode, you can definitely uh, definitely chuck that in the chat box when we get into uh, Q&A. We will discuss at least the Lusting Firebird thing and what's going on. So, multiple choice questions here. When I look at this guy's story, he's asking, what's the best case scenario? Four options come to mind. And I've already, I've walked on this this morning. I really kind of unpacked it for him because I don't think this will take that long. I don't think this particular context will take that long. But maybe the responses you guys give me as to how on point you are or how off point you are will, will determine where this session goes. So I want you to put yourself now in the shoes of this guy. Girl's been in and out, back and forward in times, had feelings for her, kind of maybe disgusted back in the day, but not really, not enough at least anyway to get into a relationship with her. But now is the time. She's become single again. She's just broken up with her boyfriend. Four options really appear for someone in this scenario. Number one, A, option A. You just go straight direct. Set up a time and a place to meet and literally just spill. Spit out. Dump the beans in which that, okay, this is exactly how I'm feeling. And also it's not just direct, but it's direct with intent to be together. So that's option A. Direct, as in I'm going to tell her exactly what I feel, uh, exactly what my intent is, around her, about her, how she makes me feel, etc. But also, more importantly, that I want us to be together. So that's direct intent with the intent to be together. Direct with intent to be together. That's option A. Option B is direct intent, but with intent to observe. So you could still be direct. He could still set up and say, hey, I need to talk to you. This is how I feel about you. Now that you're out of this relationship, I think that you need to know. However, it's not intent to be together. You're not saying to her that, and also I want to see you know, what happens between us. Let's go out together, etc. But no, now it's just that. And now I just wanted you to know that. And I want to hear about what kind of work you need to do on your own. I want to give you the space to do the work on your own. Because remember, this is fresh out of her relationship, her breakup. So it's intent to observe. You're just purely stating this is how I feel, but we don't need to do anything about it right now. I don't want to do anything about it right now. I'm acknowledging that You've got a lot of, most likely, and if these two are as close as he says in terms of being open with each other about her psychological trauma, you've probably got a lot of work to do, internal work, introspection, to work through your own psychological trauma. And I don't need to intercept that right now. I don't want us to get confused with that. But it would be remiss of me if I didn't let you know, at least at this stage, that I do have direct intent and direct feelings towards you. Just not intent to be together, but intent to observe. So that's option B. Option C is indirect with intent to observe. So what does that mean? Indirect, he's still going to try and meet up with her. And uh, let's just say in person, but phone call would not recommend. I wouldn't recommend phone call in any scenario. At least with this scenario, if you're hitting up a girl that's just broken up with someone, always get in person, get the real vibe of her energy. And so indirect with intent to observe, what that means is that he's going to meet up with her, but not let her know about how he's truly feeling. He's not going to let her know that he either wants to be with her or would like to give her, and actually just the sexual intent. Just park that there. Not going to do that. Just pretend to be the friend. Just want to be the friends. Just settle on being friends. But I also added on the end there with observe because it's not just, I just want to be friends for the sake of being friends. You know, there's these, and the four options I'm giving you here, these are the most likely. A scan, like this is what most guys, there are four type of guys or four type of decisions that a guy might make 
this is definitely probably this is the most common one. This is what I would refer to as the lifeboating. This is a lifeboating mentality in which that a girl that you've been super attracted to, but wanted to ask out forever, but she's been always been with someone. But the moment she does become available, instead of being direct and ballsing up, you still just try and get as close to her as possible, try and shop with her, try and, you know, uh, go out and be her best friend and be on the phone calls with her until 3 a.m. talking about all the different problems she's dealing with, etc. Okay, so there's that indirectness. You're not actually letting her know what your true intent is. Because we all know those guys actually want to be with her. And most guys actually choose this option, which is very interesting. But with the intent to observe. And that's the lifeboating. So they're not just being nice guys for the sake of being nice guys. They're being nice guys with a very dark, dirty intent underneath it, which is that, but I still just want to see. You know, I'm doing it because I want to try and get as close to her as possible just to see if she might like me. Just to see, just to see if she might ask me out. You know, it just like, it's a complete admonishment, abolition of taking responsibility for the scenario and for the masculine to feminine dynamic, which is actually what most guys do. When a girl gets out of a monogamous relationship, very few guys choose option A or B. Most guys choose option C. Now, before we go into why that may be, let me give you option four. Option D. Option D is complete distancing and detachment. So she gets out of the uh, relationship and you go, well, actually, I'm not even going to entertain this. You know, for whatever the reason may be, whether it's because I just want to focus on my own journey, focus on my own path, even though I know I did have these feelings for her at some point, but actually I'm going to put them to bed. We bury those in the ground and we let them uh, recycle back into the universe. Right? We don't need to, to rehash this. It's, it's so long ago. You know, in this scenario, two years has gone by. Two years has gone by. Uh, has What confirmation does he have of her reciprocating his feelings? I have absolutely no idea. If he's sane, if he's a five and above on the scale of zero to 10, 10 being absolute natural, zero being the hard case of all hard cases, if he's a five and above, he wouldn't even be entertaining option A or B if he didn't feel like there was some form of reciprocated feelings. However, I have absolutely no idea uh, as to what this guy's experiences are in life. I don't even know how old he is. From his profile picture, he looks about early 20s, maybe mid 20s, late late 20s at the at most extreme. So... But option D, complete distance and detachment, put it to bed, uh, I'm not going to entertain this anymore, I'm going to get back onto my path, my journey. Also, there might be some feelings there of if he's operating at a slightly higher level as to, and let her do her own thing, let her work on her own thing. I don't need to intercept this right now. And she doesn't even need to know about my past feelings. So complete distancing and detachment is option D. So these are the four options for you guys, my friends. Uh, and also, when you do select your option, give me some context as to why. Don't just put B, C, or D. Say why you're choosing that. You don't give me a whole essay, but just give me the crux of why you're saying that. Because you might be choosing the correct option for the wrong reason. Or you might have chosen the wrong option for the correct reason. It's important here. So, so just to rehash right there for those that are just joining in with the situation, uh, the four options that essentially this guy's presented with now that she's out of the relationship, she's single, and he's got these feelings for her is option A, Direct with intent to be together. Tell exactly how I'm feeling and because it's, I want us to go out. I want us to see if this go get this, light this connection, ignite this connection. Option B, direct, but with intent to observe. I need her to know how I'm feeling, but I don't want to do anything about it. 
I don't need to intercept her own journey, her own path right now. She's got work to do. I've definitely got work to do, etc. Okay, so as long as she knows, but we don't need to do anything about it. That's option B. Option C is in- indirect with intent to observe, which is I'm not going to tell her how I'm feeling, but I'm going to try and get as close to her as possible to see if she might take the lead at some point or if I could just kind of life raft and just hope that she, you know, picks me off for scraps type thing. That's C. And D is uh, complete distance and detachment. Don't even entertain it. Put it to bed. Let it recycle back into the universe. Move on with my journey. Let her move on with hers. Option A, B, C, D. Now, of course, there are infinite options. These are just when I scan the situation uh, as a coach. These are the four most likely. And what's interesting is that it's not very clear cut. And that's why I gave you the context. The answer is actually very different based on where you are in the journey. So that's why I told you an absolute beginner. Like when you give me your answer, you I, I already said it before, but just to, for those of you that are just coming in now or just thinking about it now, he's, we are taking in mind that he is an absolute beginner of social dynamics. We're not taking in mind that he's full circle. And there's a little bit of a hint there because that actually will change the answer. But let's not, uh, let's not skip too many stones too quickly. We'll get to that in good time. I'll explain that later, why the answer changes based on when you're in the, where you are in the journey. So let's get to some answers up in this chat right here. Take your day. Take your day. Okadishvas. Who we got? We got Maske Sanaj says, Sodes, Maske and Sanaj are my two middle names. Ah. Johnny Nguyen then comes in saying B. T comes in saying, yo fam. Good to have you here, T. Uh, Johnny then comes in saying the reason why he slept. So the first answer we've got here is from Mr. Nguyen saying the reason why he selected B is because reason being we still want to be DCA, aka direct, congruent, authentic, my philosophy, but her journey is her journey and only she can walk that. So we will do as an independent Johnny, your English is killing me here. We're going to read this again. Reason being, we still want to be DCA, but her journey is her journey, and only she can walk that, so we will do as an independent, abundant man does, and simply observe. Okay. Okay. He then goes on to say, D might be viable as well, depending on where we are on our own journey. Hey, good Johnny. He even said that before I said it, because he dropped that before... I came in saying that the selection change is based on where you are on the journey. Very good, Johnny. That's awesome. You're already uh, thinking a couple moves ahead there. This is turning out like a match of shogi right here. This is this is some chess game shit right here. You're already a couple moves ahead. That's awesome. Uh, so he's like to be there. Uh, Ski then comes in saying he selected B. Exil then comes in saying I like B and D. Exil then goes on to explain D makes more sense, more for long term growth. And not being too attached to women. Okay, I'm going to park that because he's he's touched on an issue there. He's touched on a real issue there. Yeah, we're going to pause that. So keep going on. Ski then came in to explain his answer of B by saying, B, because you're still being DCA and acknowledging the fact that she's fresh out of a relo relationship and might need some time for growth if need be. If need be, selected by B. And then, okay, and then, and this is what I do, guys. I read out all the responses and then we hash back up. 
And then Johnny then comes in saying, personally, I would choose D since I know what I need to work on and would not like to entertain a detour from that. Solid. Ivan, Ivan Lopez then comes in saying, D only if he's working on his journey, in brackets, meeting new people. B, if he really is into her and have confirmation the feeling is mutual, in brackets, it also lets her fix herself. You guys are on the same wavelength here. This is good. I've seen a lot of answers here that are pretty much mirroring each other, just in slightly different ways. Infinite Paradox then comes in saying, B, because he's being direct, but still cautious about how she's feeling, giving her space and time to think. Yeah, you're all going on the same line here, basically. You're all, this is all like coming up as like 90-10. I don't, no, it's like almost 100%, 100% alignment. It's just that some of you are giving reasons for why D might be slightly better than B. Uh, and then T then comes in saying, B, let her know where you're at, but give her space to get over the X. This is actually a situation I'm dealing with. Talking to a girl who just got out of a really big relationship. So I'm keen to learn about this. Okay. So this is very good. You guys are all in very much alignment. We got about five. What was that five? T, Infinite, Ivan, Johnny, Exil, Ski, six. So you got six of you that have basically all said the same thing. It's just that a couple of you, a couple of you said D. So let's wrap it back up here. I said before, and I kind of honey dicked you. I know that Johnny at least was a chess move or two ahead because he already dropped his response before I even said it. That there's a slightly different reason based on where you are on the journey as to why you might select D, aka detachment and distancing, than say B, if you were at the beginning of your journey, because there's slightly different lessons to be learned there. So we'll unpack that. Now let's go straight for the answer right here, because <clears throat> I know, I'm pretty sure he'll be listening to this. I hope he is. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you guys get a lot of value from it anyway. But uh, so the very best, we always go with this. The correct answer is B. Considering he is an absolute beginner, I have absolutely no idea what his level of social dynamics is, but we have to take in mind the absolute lowest denominator, the person who is at the absolute beginning, okay? So if you are at the absolute, then what does this mean? So we said, if option B is number one, so any of you that said option B, you're 100% on the money, which practically all of you did. None of you none of you said A. I'm very surprised actually that, I'm well, not surprised, there's always at least one person though who gets it wrong. There's always at least one person it's pretty obvious that C is the worst out of all the options. Yes, definitely C is the worst. No, not many people choose the absolute worst option, but at least someone gets, like the fork in the road is, is A. Like some people might, I could see a few beginners choosing A. I'm glad that you guys are on the, on the point though. That just makes the session even uh, crisper. Uh, less to talk about though, because normally I go hard on people that that uh, they get it wrong as to why they're wrong. But so, anyways, why is B number? Why is B the best option? Which is direct with intent to observe. Well, for very much the reasons that you guys have said, you've all been on the money with it as to your reasons. And actually, there was actually there was one person, Exil, who said something about D. But for those of you that said that chose B because, let me give you an example. Johnny's reason for choosing B was that it gives you a reason to be direct, direct, congruent, and authentic, but acknowledging her journey. He also said it would do as an independent abundant man does and simply observe. Okay, so there is actually something that you guys haven't tapped on here in question, in answer B. Ski then came in saying B because you're still being DCA, but acknowledging the fact that she's fresh out of railway, might need some time for growth. This is all 100%, but he's missed something there as well. So both Johnny and Ski have... Make sure... Yeah. 
Yeah, so both Johnny and Ski have missed one of the core reasons for why B is the best option. You hit, you both hit uh, very important points, uh, 50%, I would say. Very important, 50%, as in acknowledging her need to work her own journey. Did anyone come in with the other part of it? So the next person who chose B was then Ivan. Wait, Ivan said D only if he's working on his own journey, in brackets, meeting new people. B if he really isn't to her and have confirmation that feelings mutual. So that's actually pretty far off. I mean, in terms like you definitely want to make sure that she has confirmation that the feeling is mutual for sure. But that's not the reasons why we choose. We don't choose B just because she's, we're really into her because that's option A, Ivan. Option A is just straight direct with intent to be together. So you've said B if he really is into her, which is actually option A. Like that doesn't, or your reason for it is option A, the reason you've given. So that's what I said before, guys. You could have chosen the correct answer, but for the wrong reason. Ivan chose the correct answer for the wrong reason. The reason Ivan's given is actually option A, which is not what we want. So it's actually, there is actually a few things to pick up at here. Not everyone was on point. Okay, let's go. So that when Infinite said B, he said B because being direct, but being cautious about how he's feeling, give her space and time to think. Yep, so Infinite is correct in the way Ski and Johnny is correct, all for the same reasons. There's just one thing missing there. And then T said B, let her know where you're at, but give her a space to get over the X. So he said exactly the same thing as the other three did. Also missing something else as well. Johnny comes in with a few little bits saying, giving time for the breakup to be the breakup. As in, is that what we're missing? What's interesting here is that normally you guys would miss everything that you guys have said. uh, Because these guys are regulars. You guys have all given great concern to her. And as you should. 100%. But normally that's what guys in this chat miss. They often miss the empathy for how the girl's feeling, where the girl's at. So I'm really happy to hear that you guys chose option B, direct with intent to observe, because you're more concerned about her uh, repair. You're more concerned about her getting back on her own journey, making sure she's in a good place. That's fantastic. It's most needed. But what's interesting is that normally that's not the case. Maybe it's just because it's such a blindingly obvious thing that needs to be done. And it's not as confusing. But there's a part of it that none of you have said. There's a part of it that none of you have said. If you take in mind that this is an absolute beginner at the journey of social dynamics, you've addressed her 50, but you've said nothing for his. This is what you guys are missing. Option B is correct, but it's not just because directive intent to observe because we need her to have time to repair. It's also because we need something as well. If we're at the absolute beginning, what is it that an absolute beginner needs? Anyone got that? Anyone got that chat? This is the thing that normally you guys would get immediately. This is the one thing that you guys would normally, for those of you that were here for that absolute romper of a session in which that I destroyed, absolutely destroyed, then rebuilt that guy uh, for the uh, his, his toxic mindsets towards women and sex on a date. And the, re- the same reason why I got angry at you guys for not choosing this option, but the option you did choose, you're now not choosing that option. Or you don't say why that is. Hey, now we got a few. We got a few now. Good. <laughs> Here we go. You guys got it now. So, uh, or Johnny then followed up saying either that or B gives us detachment from the outcome. That's true. The novel, not, not the answer. Masaki then comes in. Masaki then comes in saying reference XP. Yes. Good. Re- reference points. 
Ivan then comes in saying, not willing to put in the work or fixing the stuff that she needs to do herself. Not willing to put in the work or fixing the stuff that she needs to do herself. I'm not sure what you mean by that, Ivan. Not willing to do to put in the work of fixing the stuff that she needs. No, you're talking about her. I'm talking about him there, Ivan. We're talking about him. You're thinking about something completely different here. Ski then comes in with saying, very similar to Masaki with the correct answer saying, to learn. Johnny Nguyen then comes in saying, uh, these guys are on point. If a paradox saying, no outcome, just looking to be with her. Uh, no, not incorrect. Uh, well, as in, that's good. The mindset's good, but it's not the answer. It's not what we're talking about. T then comes in saying, as a total noob, I wasn't able to express my intent without being super attached to the outcome. So learn to uncouple those thing, two things together. So there's actually a few of you that are operating on very similar wavelengths to do with outcome independence and to practice being direct with a woman, as in telling her your feelings, without expecting an outcome from it, without expecting her to, uh, to get into a relationship with you. And you're all, you're all on money. You're all great. You're all fantastic there. But to the two guys uh, that have actually got it, Ski and Muskie, who said reference, reference uh, Muskie said reference XP. <laughs> Ski, they come and say to learn. It's like you, you, you've you tapped on the tree, but I don't want to take any longer with this. So I'm just going to stru- shoot straight to the shit here, which is that if we're taking an absolute beginner, right? And that a girl has just got out of a relationship. Let's get the perspective here, right? He needs to be direct of her for the sake of being direct. If you're an absolute beginner, right? You have no, no experience, no experience in social dynamics, but you're right at the beginning, right? The reason why B is number one and D is not, as in detachment and distancing, now, I would not get angry if you chose D, but it's not the best option. It's second best. Because option D doesn't provide him with something that option B clearly does, which is what Muskie said, reference XP to ski, the ability to learn. Now, Infinite and T have said that he needs to learn about outcome independence. That is true. He definitely needs to learn that. But this, that's, that's putting the horse before the cart. There is something that comes before that that's even actually more important that must come before that because this must come before that can. So for Ski, uh, sorry, for T and Infinite Paradox that have said he needs to learn about no outcome, right, no expectations, you're definitely correct. However, something else must be learned before that, which is just the ability to get into a scenario in which that you could become dependent and attached to an outcome or independent and free of the outcome. The scenario must be ignited somehow, and it can only be ignited one way, which is by being direct. So the number one reason why B is correct is because it gives him the ability to learn about being a direct man, which gives him the ability to practice being direct and with his intent and telling her that, right? To all of you that have then previously said that it's because, uh, well, the reason why option B is the best is because it gives her time to repair, gives her time to work her own journey. You, correct, 100% correct, absolutely. And that's the other 50% of the pie. But the other 50%, that's her 50. And that's why he should be doing that for Karen Concern for her 50. But for his 50, the number one thing he needs to learn, which is why D is just not, I would never recommend, it's definitely better. Like if he came back to me and said, oh, I say he hadn't listened to the session and just happened to say, actually, I decided to distance and detach just put it to bed, let it recycle into the universe and move on with my journey. Let her move on with her journey. Uh, let, 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 uh, let dead dogs die. Is that what it is? Let laying dogs die, etc. whatever the term is. I wouldn't be mad at him, but it's a, it's a non-win. 
It's neither winning nor losing. It's he. It's good in the sense of that he learned to. There's definitely a detachment there, like just complete detachment. That's good. But we discussed this in a recent social Q and A, guys, which is that detachment is necessary at different levels on your on your journey. If you try to detach too quickly for the lessons that you need to learn right now, then you never learn the lessons you need right now. E.g., if your current point of learning is that, okay, I really struggle with just pulling the trigger to take the girl from a neutral meeting point on our first date, okay, getting coffee in the mall or meeting up at the state library, et cetera, et cetera, and then actually just taking her to isolation, but you always say, no, I'm just going to practice detachment and free the outcome. I'm just not even going to lead her down to the garden, right? Let it end here. Or remember that guy in, the, in a couple of podcasts ago, Nicholas from Sweden, who was going out on instant dates with girls on the street, meet her on the street, instant date, and then wasn't even closing them. That's extreme detachment. That's great. Learn it once. But if you keep doing that, how would you ever learn the next lesson of what it means to get into the next sexually intimate space with her, whether it be in isolation, down the gardens, on the beach, etc., or back at your place or back at her place, and then finally the union and connection of sexual intimacy. You never learn those things if you practice detachment too soon for the lesson you need to learn. Does this make sense? Like if you if you if you're trying to take step 100 when you're still at step two, that's what I'm talking about here. Trying to be trying to be trying to play too too much of a chess master in that sense. So so let's wrap this back up. Option B, directive intent to observe. You guys nailed it with the intent to observe. All of you that said because of her, like you gave me reasons for her own repair, her own journey, especially knowing that she's got some data issues, psychological issues. You guys tapped on the direct with intent to observe. That's why he needs to observe. He needs to observe because absolutely she needs time. We need to see fresh out of a relationship. Is she going to go on a rampage? AK, was she what she did? She went on a rampage, made out with three or four different guys uh, in a single night while drunk. A little bit of a rampage, considering she, he thought, now for the average, like what is what determines a rampage based on the girl, of course. For some girls, that's the average Saturday night. That's just their normal Saturday night. But if you're an ice turtle shell who has a disdain for masculine energy and uh, a lot of cautions around it and not very trusting of it, et cetera, et cetera, that is quite a rampage for a girl like that. So that's why we need to observe. Absolutely. And if he's listening, if X is listening to us right now, that we're kind of like explaining it backwards because that's the option that guys gave first. So correct. You want to give her time just to see how she plays it out. And also when she has time to filter her own experience, her position in life will change. And you want to observe that as in, as if you were observing uh, the winds as you were sailing out on the ocean. The winds can change when a girl has time. You know, a girl that, as you can see, goes on a rampage one night, that's not necessarily reflective of where she wants to be in her life right now. That's more of an acute emotional response to the pain she's feeling inside. So look, we are explaining the rampage, <laughs> just organically. But let's go back to why he needs to be direct, just so he's very clear on this. It's that he needs to be direct of his feelings and not mince words about it, because he doesn't have a lot of experience about that, as far as we know. I'm considering him as the absolute beginner. And that, to me, is the number one thing that all beginners need. They need as much, as Masaki-san said, reference XP of verbally stating their intent, but also more so an energy, conveying that energy directly. 
because to Infinite Paradox and T or whichever ones you guys said, uh, the outcome and dependence is what he needs to learn the most about. He will definitely learn that through intent to observe, but only if he's direct. If he's not direct, well, then there's no the stakes aren't high enough. Does that make sense, guys? The stakes aren't high enough for him to even practice some form of outcome independence if he hasn't even let her know that, you know, hard on the sleeve type thing, this is actually what I'm feeling. So there was also something that Exil said in his initial answer. D, uh, he said that he likes B and D. And don't worry, guys, I will explain why option A and C, just quickly, why is absolutely, definitely do not. Uh, but Axiel said something interesting. He said, D makes more sense for long-term growth and being too attached to women. See, that's where I completely disagree with you, Axiel. B makes more sense for long-term growth because of the reasons we just explained. He's about to be, uh, he is practicing outcome independence. He's not locking himself down into this girl. He's not trying to get into a relationship so quickly. But also for his long-term growth, he's getting the first step first. But if he was to choose D, he's actually sabotaging his long-term growth. If he was to distance and detach entirely without getting that lesson of saying to a woman, this is how I feel, that's going to harper and that's actually going to delay his long-term growth. Because his long-term growth, while it may be a very long journey, must begin somewhere. This is where it begins. Okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, who we got next? Yeah, we got a few little people coming up in here. Oh, then Axiel then comes and saying, ah, oh, I see, B makes uh, more sense for beginners. Good. He then says, car before the horse, we all got to go through the linear journey and trying to skip steps. Very good, Axiel. Very good. So let me just quickly explain why A and C are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so option A, just being straight direct, we have intent to be together. The direct intent part is fine, but it's the intent to be together. Which actually, I said that C is the most cop- common option. C is the most common option for the general populace. A is the most common option for guys that are learning about social dynamics that are just un- uh, consciously incompetent. Because they think, and I was, I definitely made this mistake. I've definitely been in this stage of the journey where you just think hardcore direct all the time is the way. And listen, you would not live a poor life if you subscribe to that philosophy. But there are definitely times in which social savviness, because we have a girl that has some psychological trauma, psychological conflict, aka daddy issues, ice turtle shell, in which that hardcore direct might not be the most socially savvy move with intent to be together. But So I have made this mistake. I have definitely made this mistake. Uh, it's just that it's something that guys in three to six on the clock face will make this mistake more often. And so the reason why it's unsavvy is because of what a lot of guys have said in this chat is that if he was just to go straight direct and just say, hey, I want to be together, let's do it. It doesn't take into account how she's feeling. It doesn't take into account where she's at in the journey. It doesn't take into account that she needs time for the wind to settle in her sails. That she might get blown off course a couple of nights here or there, making out with a few different guys, maybe even sleep with a few different guys here or there, but then decide, actually, I now need to go do a Vipassana and go and spend 10 days in the temple and then recorrect my life and the situation in my life in which that if you didn't give her time to do that and you just got into a relationship with her, well, an ice turtle shell by true nature definitely wouldn't do that. But a lusting firebird would. And that's what I call girls that jump ship. Girls that jump ship. Girls that get out of relationships and they never give themselves time to repair from the previous one. They band-aid it with a new relationship. Very common. Very common. Oh, fuck. 
Fuck, this is another question I was going to hit you guys with. Did I just give you the answer though? Shit. Well, while I'm thinking about this, just make sure you guys uh, uh, <laughs> drop a thumbs up on this video if you're enjoying it. Drop your questions in the chat box below because I think we'll be wrapping this up pretty soon. But there was, and we'll get to your guys' questions, but there was... Yes, fuck yes. This was the part, this is the other part that I was going to ask you guys about that I was going to challenge you guys on, test you. Test you on this journey to the Johto League. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. So, you've all given... Oh, but I, did, I forgot to explain. Okay, so this is what we're about to go into, just so I don't forget. What we're about to go into, how she responds. What to do when she responds to option B or D. What to do in the event of she responds, because I'm sure he's going to be thinking about that. He's like, okay, great. I've got the game plan of what I'm going to do, but in traditional... Japanese shogi-like thinking, we need to be a step ahead of that and we need to think about what's going to happen when she comes back in this way or that way. Now, we only need to go one move though. You don't need to be 10 moves, just one. The most Because that's in this scenario, uh, I we're going to do this session once. Like, I'm not going to... Unless some shit absolutely goes down and he comes back to me with another message and we make a part two, this is likely going to be a standalone podcast. So... We keep in mind, I want to future-proof him for just one move as to how she will respond to him, which I'll challenge and test you guys on. What to do, dosuruka. However, however, uh, why is option A? We've gone through option A, just not savvy enough. Doesn't take into account her growth and repair. Okay, that's why we're not going to choose option A. Why are we not choosing option C, though? Why are we not choosing option C? I know it's very obvious, because what was option C? Indirect with intent to observe. What? Because it just completely obliterates all the principles of being a direct, congruent, and authentic man. Because it completely lowers your self-confidence, your self-esteem. It is essentially a submission. You're essentially saying, "Well, even though I have these feelings for this girl, I'm just not. I'm not going to tell her and just just life raft and just try and get as close to her as possible and hope she picks me. Hope she chooses me." Right? It's a complete backing down of ancestral evolutionary masculine development. That is why option C is no good. That is why I would never recommend anyone choose that. Yet so many guys do. So many guys do. Very common in the Asian community. Asian dudes love option C. Asian dudes love option C. When I uh, when I got together with my last long-term monogamous relationship with that girl, uh, I fucked over a lot of guys. Guys, I fucked over a lot of guys. AKA, I cut the line. Like... There were a lot of guys lighting up waiting for that girl. I think I've told this story a couple times, uh, but it was like a long time ago. So so even though I met her through a connection at the gym, I mean, just shortcut this story, was when I was a personal trainer and one of the other personal trainers was training three different girls up in the top PT room. Shout out to Good Life, Adelaide City, absolute spaceship, biggest gym in Australia. And and at the time, and so, and but I noticed one girl was uh, kept looking me up I kept looking over at me, and back when the session was over, I said to him, hey, uh, who are those girls you're training? And he goes, oh, yeah, there's friends of friends, et cetera, but I know one of them's actually uh, pretty keen on you. She actually wants to do a session with you because she saw me doing boxing training with one of my other clients. And so I'm like, hit me up. All right, so I text her. We get on a session. Okay, absolutely, fireworks on the session. Didn't, don't even try and sell her at the end of the session to become a client. Just say, hey, listen, ball's direct. We need to get to know each other. Let's go out. All right. And so we set that up. We end up having the magic in the gardens and a two-year relationship ensues. However, this, I'm sure cutting that story a lot. I know there's a lot of stuff that goes into that, but it was the most incredible day tour of my life. It was absolutely epic. We've done a whole story. In, if you guys want to know more about this story, in the social Q&A, 
the full journey of social dynamics. I go through the entire setup of that relationship. Uh, it's probably about five or six sessions ago, the full journey of social dynamics. But the reason why I bring this up is because, why do I bring this up? Social dynamics, the full journey, long-term monogamous relationship. Fuck, why did I bring this up? Oh, option C. Why option C is terrible is because I was super direct with her. Yes, I didn't meet her. I didn't meet her on the street. I didn't meet her in the club, but I had to execute the skills that I had been training for quite some time, which is that when I recognized there was a woman that I feel really attracted to, I'd cut the shit and just say, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to train you. I want to go out with you. I want to get to know you. I want to see if we connect. Let's go on an adventure together. She goes, hey, well, what are we going to do? I love lunch. I love dinner. I love food. I'm like, listen, just an adventure. Meet me here 1 p.m. Let's go. Super direct. Extremely direct. No fapping about. No option C. No like, yeah, try. The option C version of that story would have been to try and sell her as a client and just hope she falls in love with me over a period of 8 to 12 weeks of training her. That's option C. That's indirect with intent to observe. But... One thing I wanted to mention was that why options see a lot of guys in the Asian community do this is because she is a very popular girl and a lot of guys have been lining up for her. I didn't know this at the time because I just, we got into, we were in a casual relationship for like three weeks, two to three weeks, and then then got into a long-term monogamous relationship after only having known each other, known each other for about four weeks. Now, previous to this, I was already in a lot of casual relationships. And this girl was just the absolute diamond in the sky. Pulled that trigger. And uh, definitely, to this day, the greatest relationship I've ever had in my life. Monogamous, anyway. But at parties, house parties, getting invited to these house parties of her friends. So I'll go with her. Don't know anyone there, but it's her girlfriends and the, and the Asian community friends friendship group which is actually quite deep in Adelaide because Adelaide's a very white Australian town and Australia in general is very multicultural but there are certain towns that have a greater populace like greater suburbs in Melbourne it's not like the CBD is just straight Asian but you you go to certain suburbs in Melbourne that are very white in Adelaide at least at the time it's definitely changing it's definitely changed since then this was years ago but back then Adelaide was a various Aussie Aussie town a lot of white people uh, in Australia. Like, for example, at my high school, I was one of the only mixed race kids. You have a few, and, and actually the minority was absolute hardcore Asians. Now that's definitely changing. But back in this day, when I met this girl, the Asians stuck together. So when I go to these house parties, I remember this one night, we went to the Belgian beer cafe in Adelaide for this uh, event. It was really well done. It was like a fancy dress and uh, a masquerade party. And it was one of the first times I'd ever met this girl's social circle. And I wasn't privy to this. I didn't know how deep the connections were to the point where guys were lining up for girls. Where there were like, there was like an unsaid agreement that this guy's next. Or that these are the guys that, that are waiting for this girl to become available. Which is why I'm bringing this story. And so, and so I remember going to this party and it's the first time meeting these girls, uh, her girlfriends, and all these other guys. There's like probably 50 people here, but they all know each other. They all went to high school together. They all fucking know each other. And I'm being introduced as the boyfriend, and but they all know the play. They all know that Adam and Julie only uh, met each other, what, four weeks ago? And they've only been in a relationship for like two weeks now? Like, you know, 
they, they, this happens so damn quickly and how we met as well because they all know, they're all gossiping like, what, what do you mean he just asked her out? What do you mean he just, you could tell that that was the, they had like a, when I met these guys, I could feel the energy that I cut the line, that they were like upset that, that they weren't the ones that got had to have enough, have a shot at Julie first. And one of them to the point where he was like, you know, that really sleazy, toxic, kind of just baited, like burnt, kind of bitter mentality of where this guy was like, he's like, you're a really lucky guy. He's like, you're a really, you better take care of her. You better take care of her. You know, like you're a lucky guy, Adam. He's like, shit, you're just a lucky guy. I'm like, there was no luck. It was all training. It was all execution. You have no idea what I've been through over the last two and a half years. <laughs> you have no, but because they don't know my journey, they just think I'm a natural. Only a natural would do that. Would just, just you know, take this absolute dime, diamond in the sky, and uh, that all these other guys have been wanting to get with, and just fucking, just tell her that exactly that. Remember on our first date, I told her on our first date that we need to get into a casual relationship right now. Right, that's that's what I said on our first date at the end of it, right? And so, but in their minds, this made no sense. They were option seers. They were option seers. They were all being indirect with intent to observe. They were life rafting. They were all waiting for Jay to give them the signal to lead. But me being a completely direct, congruent, authentic guy at this stage, man at this stage, that I don't wait for her to signal that to me. I send the leading signal and see if she meets that. Whereas if you choose option C, you've completely fucked that. You've reversed that and you've gone, I will wait for her to lead and I will meet her leading. It's just, no, no woman wants that. So anyways, I just wanted to bring up that. There's a good story, like a real life story of why option C is no good and how a lot of guys will choose that, particularly Asian guys. Asian guys love to life raft. They love to play the the Game of Thrones kind of who's next, like, oh, me, he, she's been, you know, like, you know, like, tell me what did, what did her friends say about me? What did, what did her friends say about this? You know, did she say she likes me? But you know, waiting for all these cues to take the lead. Fuck those guys. <laughs> God love, I love them. I love them, but that execution is poor. Absolutely poor. So let me just address some of you in the chat. Now, I said that we're going to go one player beyond. We're going to see, well, what would you do if she, what's this guy going to do if he does choose option B? But blah, 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 there's actually something well before that. So I'm going to park that. So there's a few guys that have come in here saying in the chat. Well, T, I think. T comes in saying, depends on what kind of relationship intent you have for option A. Sounds like option A means going balls deep for monogamy straight away instead of casual and free first. If casual and free, it still gives her some space to heal. Does it, T? Does it? I don't think it does at all. That's why option A is still no good. So what what T is attempting to say here is that I like that he unfleshed it. He definitely fleshed out something, a little bit of a nuance within option A, which was... direct with intent to be together. But but T thinks that being in a casual and free relationship with her gives her a space to heal. I don't think it does at all. My recommendation to my female clients is that when they come out of a uh, relationship is option D, distance and detachment. You don't you don't need to be seeing any guys right here. If you're if this girl gets into a casual relationship with this guy, 
if 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 he selects option oh this is leading into the next part of this discussion though this is interesting option a let's just so i don't want to do that yet but we'll get there we'll get there but just addressing what t say uh that gives her something to be attached to that gives her something to li- that and actually yeah if, especially if she's showing a little bit of rampage mode that actually might flip her from Ice Turtle Shell to Lusting Firebird and make her become extremely dependent upon him. And because if he's, if she's got a lot of work to do, a lot of pain to deal with inside, but then entertains a casual relationship with, with a guy, she's got to be, it's almost like a non-point. It's, I was going to say she has to be very high level to be able to also distance herself from him, like just using, just not using, but just enjoying the sexual connection, but not becoming dependent upon him while also simultaneously dealing with a lot of hurt. That's almost like, I'm about to say mutually exclusive. It's basically mutually exclusive. I've never met someone, especially a female being, that could uphold those two paradoxical simultaneous choices. You know, or simultaneous, I don't think it's, it's definitely possible. So I'm, it's just, I can't imagine it. I can't even imagine it. You know, it's a, have so much trauma that you have to deal with inside yourself that you're not able to get into a monogamous relationship, but am willing to entertain sexual connection and will not get into a, not become dependent upon that. It's almost like, it's almost like what you're essentially saying there, T, is that you have belief that she could be the tiger that you could strap a fishing rod to its neck, the back of its neck, and dangle a piece of meat in front of it, and you trust that the tiger won't eat the piece of meat. That's what essentially you're saying there. It's definitely possible. Definitely possible that the, the tiger could just go about living its life without eating a piece of meat directly in front of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the temptation is what I'm talking about. There. The temptation for her to get extremely dependent upon that sexual connection in the casual free relationship. I'll definitely never recommend anyone go into that. Like that's You're really setting them up for... Like if you just want to have a bit of fun and just set someone up for a massive challenge, that's a huge challenge. But it's definitely not recommended. It's a bit sadistic if you were to give someone that option, actually. Um, okay, so Johnny Nguyen then uh, came in saying, I'm laughing because this is how some American sororities and fraternities work in reference to options seeing, indirect with intent to observe. T then comes in saying, Aha! This happened to a friend of my ex who said you better take care of her. When I started dating her, yeah, exactly, my man. Listen, listen, guys. There was a night out. Uh, there was a night. Actually, T, you were out with me this night. T, you were out when we were coaching. When I was coaching a certain client, T was assisting me on this boot camp. Uh, <clears throat> this is when we were in near Chapel Street. Do you remember this bar? It was a, it was one, there was a lot of, we went to a lot of bars that night, but there was this one bar. It was absolutely fucking packed. It was before, so there was a, there was a bar. This will help you remember it. There was a bar that they wouldn't let you into because your shirt was half stylishly tucked into your jeans and the body and the security guard wouldn't let you in because he thought you were drunk. You were drunk, but you were drunk on state. So he wouldn't let you in. We then went across the road to another bar that was super packed. It was really packed. There was tons of people inside. It was kind of like orangey lighting outside. And we got into it uh, with my client and you. We got into it with an eight. With like, there's a lot of Indian people there. Like there was this one particular, there's a few Indian girls. And there's a kind of like an Aussie-ish Indi- the Indian vibe. Uh, it doesn't make sense for those of you who are listening. But hopefully T knows the one I'm talking about. But anyways, 
there was a quite attractive Indian girl there who was surrounded by Indian guys. And I was fucking diving deep into her. But the Indian guys were having a bar of it. You, I think actually you might not remember this particular story because you were with uh, Jay, the client. You were off with him talking to different girls. But there was this, it was this Indian girl and there were several other Indian guys. And when they saw me like diving deep on this Indian girl, and uh, she's very Jasmine-like. Like she's very, she was actually quite attractive. This one Indian guy came up to me, and just in a moment when I got distracted, she got distracted, I got distracted, and he found his chance to intercept. And he like, kind of came in front of me and said, "Hey," he comes like right up to me, and he's definitely tipsy. And he comes up to me and like puts his comes like basically hugging me. And puts his arm around the back of my neck and pulls my ear in and goes, hey, just so you know, mate, just so you know, in like an Indian voice though, just so you know, just so you know, right? Just think of a poo. Just so you know, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm actually her boyfriend. I'm actually her boyfriend. And I'm like, I like pull back. I'm like, what? You're her boyfriend? And he's like, yeah, yeah. She's just been going through like a bit of a tough time. <laughs> it's not even his voice. It's just such a California voice. It's just that stupid voice. It's just she's been going through a tough. Just to get imagine this in Indian. He's like, it's just been going through a tough time. You know, she's just trying to you know be social about it. So basically, he was like, he was quite a plump individual. He, I would refer to him as a pear. He was as plump as a pear, and and I'm like, what? Because this girl was quite attractive, actually. And he's trying to tell me like, hey, he's like, listen, I'm actually her boyfriend. And so I'm pretty sure he's not her boyfriend because she's been very keen with me. Like she's been giving me a lot of, uh, a lot of connection, a lot of connection between us two. But then in my mind, I thought, nah, I'm not going to cause a ruckus. So I'm like, oh, listen, mate, I didn't mean to cut your lunch. So no worries. I get it. And I end up actually just having a good conversation about him. He was some type of a engineer of some kind anyways that that ends there but that's an option c how do i know because later in the night we went to a different bar the same group was there and yet except this time he wasn't he didn't happen to be there on the dance floor i ended up uh getting into a whole we had a I, like i saw her in there i'm like fuck let's go pulled her in i was like make out dancing with her and i said to her by the way that guy he said he was your boyfriend. And she goes, what? He's not my boyfriend. And I'm like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. He wasn't your boyfriend. And <laughs> shit. I re- and, and so option C here. Option C. That guy was option C. hundred percent. In which that he was trying to, in an indirect way, stop other guys getting with this girl because he, at the core of his heart, wanted to be with her, just didn't have the balls to do so. Shit. Anyways, T then Kevin say, yup, ha, 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 I remember that. He was there with me for that one. That was good. Okay, okay. So let's move on to the final section of this, which is going to help this guy out real good, uh, X, because of her potential options. And T almost segued us into it with his nuances behind option A. So let's say... But I wanted to go down this line because we've got the best case scenario. So let's say this. My friends who are here in the live chat, dial in. I'm going to throw you another test, another challenge here. If we've isolated that option B is the correct option, aka direct with intent to observe. Why? Direct intent. 
He gets the reference point of being direct and grew and authentic, gets to sharpen his skill set, helps him on his journey because he's an absolute beginner. Also, intent to observe, we don't need to do anything about it right now. So let's take it into the real story. Let's say that he sets up a time, neutral meeting point, somewhere nice and calm, collected. Uh, gardens would be great. I would definitely not recommend he sets up this conversation at her place or his place. It's too charged. There's too much charge there and too much temptation to make a bad choice. So let's make it public, but let's just make it really isolated. Botanic gardens, beach, etc. All right, a nice quiet space together. Okay, going to sit down, get that rug out. Let's take the botanic gardens in front of the lotus pond. Get that rug out, sit down with her. All right, listen, Jane, I don't know if that's her fucking name, but we'll call her Jane. Listen, Jane, I know you just come out of this relationship, but this is what it is. You know, I've had these feelings. We kind of mentioned it like a couple of years ago, and I'm pretty sure you know about it. <clears throat> but I have to let you know. It's how I feel about you. You know, I think you're really attractive and whatever X, Y, and Z he feels about her, right? I think you're this type of girl. You've meant this to me. You give me these type of vibes, this type of feeling, etc. doesn't have to be an entire poem, right? Just convey the intent that I am attracted to you. However, I understand that you're at a stage in life right now that you need to learn about yourself. You need to grow. You need to do work on your own. And I don't want to intercept that. So I don't want to give you the idea that I'm forcing you to make a decision about this right now. It's just that because of my development right now, because of the way I need to learn about myself and learn about other people and myself in relation to other people, I can't bottle these things down. So I hope you understand that this is why I had to bring this back up. But please know that this doesn't change anything between us. Right? This is just is what it is. And that when you feel ready, if you do, we can reconvene on this. We can talk about it again. And I would love to know your thoughts and feelings about it, but not in the way of which that I want you to make a decision right now or to even think that we're going to get together now. It's just, just is what it is, you know? And I want us to have this openness together. I want us to have this exchange of communication together. That's all it is, all right? So in that, so much pressure relieved because she knows, she knows. Women know, she knows that you want to, uh, if you've got feelings for her, she knows this. And if you've invited her out one-on-one, going to rug it up, she knows. So all she needs to do now is see. If she knows, she needs to see. Okay? Once she sees this, she can trust. And that's why option B is the best, because when trust is installed, it's like, it's like fertile soil that anything can grow from. But if you never lay the soil, aka the trust, then nothing can ever work between you two. If you always play the indirect, or if you always play a move that is unsocially savvy, like option A, the trust is not there. The trust is not built, which means that you actually, yeah, it's good, which means you actually cut off a lot of the options. So what I'm going to test you guys on now is her response. So because you've laid such trust, because you've laid the trust, because you've let her know, oh, this, and how's she going to receive this? This guy's so direct. He hasn't confused me at all. He hasn't attempted to be someone else. He hasn't tried to, you know, uh, interrupt the signal at all. He just told me exactly what it is and that there is actually no pressure here. So now, here's your first, here's your first challenge. What is she most likely to do now? There's a multiple choice that comes after this, but there's actually something before it. What does it do for a woman? What does it do for a woman, guys in the chat? What does it do for a woman when you convey this level of direct intent, 
but also set up the foundation of trust, which came from the intent to observe. The intent to observe. A.K.A. or E.G. I. I don't need you to do anything about it right now. We're not trying to do anything about it right now. What does that trust then allow her to do? Just that's that's beginning. That's the beginning of what's going to happen here. Just for you guys to understand why that this is so important for him to understand, there will be a multiple choice that comes as a result of this, but this is really the first question. I had to stop myself from saying the answer. I was about to say it, but it's actually realizing that this is something that maybe a lot of guys don't realize. Like the actual benefit of being direct with intent to observe and how that's going to manifest in terms of what she then allows you to do and allows what could then happen as a result of this. It's actually very simple. It's not very complicated because the complicated section will come to multiple choice. The multiple choice after this, but actually that is the answer. That is the answer that there would be. So I've just literally given you the answer. When you are direct and you set up the space with social savviness that builds trust, it then gives her the ability to... (coughs) Two, that is the question, which I actually just gave you the answer to, if you were listening intently. So we got our first answer up in here from T, coming up saying, I think she'd be attracted to that level of direct honesty and social savviness. Yes. Which then allows her to do what? Which then allows her to do what? Which I've actually already said. I've already said it. I literally just said the answer. But T has given the preamble to the answer saying that it definitely makes her more attracted to you. Absolutely. Because uh, there's nothing more attractive than a direct, congruent, authentic man. And in tandem with that man available ab- available, and has the ability to be empathetic. The empathy part, which is what builds the trust. Because option A is still direct, congruent, authentic, but it doesn't have the empathy. But when you provide the sexual fire and the triggers of being direct, congruent, authentic with empathy, with empathy, aka... But I understand where you're at in life and we don't need anything to do about it right now. I just want to know how you feel. That's the trust. That's the soil of trust, which then gives her the ability because she is now actually, if she is attracted, that's going to light her attraction up because of your direct honesty and social savviness, as T said, which then gives her the ability to do something, which then leads us into what we're about to go into. It's actually like, like staring you straight in the face. Uh... It's actually way simpler than you guys think it is. So if you're over, if you if you're like racking your brain, I've already actually said the words. I've already said it. It's just that it's uh, you just gotta unpack it a little. Exil then came in saying, "Trust and open up to you." Yeah, hang on, hang on. Trust and open up to you. To so trust, yes, absolutely. And open up to you. Open up to you is correct, but what I would like from you, Exil, is open up to you about what? About what? If you had given me an about what, open up to you about, you would have you would have one hundred percent got gold medal. You you would have got gold medal first correct answer if you just said open up about what, which is the section we're about to go into, which is what we're about to go into. So just take me there, Exil. Take me there. Get there before someone else does. Otherwise, you can't get gold medal. <laughs> Okay, they got Izu just kept saying about what she wants to share within that trust and comfort. Yes, yes, which would manifest as which could manifest as 
Think about it. Think about it. Out of a relationship, pretty fresh. Went on a rampage recently. Maybe got a few different guys. Uh, now, direct guys in front of me. But he's also super empathetic. I've got a lot of trust for him, which means I want to open up about what... About... Right? And he said here that he wants to share within that trust and comfort. <laughs> Exilment comes and saying, I actually don't know. Just give me the silver. <laughs> <laughs> don't give up son <laughs> shit Exil you're like right there you're right there okay let me go back up the chat because there were actually answers before that I just thought we were playing Exil there um, <laughs> okay so Distracon then comes on saying to reciprocate yes but to, you're in the same place as Exil to reciprocate what to reciprocate what that's far too uh, far too Okay, then he goes, Distracon then comes and saying to reciprocate about what she wants. Yes, yes, you, you guys are there. You're there. You just, it's just that what would a multiple choice, if you're thinking about it, what would a multiple choice even be about? But then it, it is the answer is the multiple choice. You've just got to think about what the multiple choice is about. That's what you guys are not uh, picking up here. You got to, you've actually, I guess the only way you could get this answer is if you're actually sitting on the rug in his point of view. You have to put yourself in his point of view, receiving her. And what she is very likely to do if the attract predicated on the attraction is there. Of course, this is all predicated on her actually being attracted. Of course. But if, if she was attracted and he did provide the direct honesty and the absolute empathy, which then builds the trust, that would then give her the ability to trust because she does trust and then to open up about... If member predicated on that she is attracted, even though he said, and I guess guys, you might be getting tripped up on, but Adam, you said it was just direct intent to observe. All he said is that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling you, but we don't need to do anything about it. That's fine. <coughs> and that's actually why she is going to do what she's about to do or very likely to. It's because of that little detachment at the end there that would force someone to do the complete opposite. You guys got to come in with this. It's like right there. You got to absolutely, you're absolutely going to kill your exile. Was so close to that. Okay, hold on. I got to get some of the answers before this. Someone might, someone may have actually already answered it. I just haven't read it. <laughs> Let me just get it. Let me go go back up here. So after, so exile said the trust and open up to infinite paradox and then allows her to let go. Yes, it does. But about what? About what? You, you missed that as well. Uh, Masaki said, it builds a foundation, framing the dynamic between, between the two of you. Builds a foundation, framing the dynamic between the two of you. It shows social maturity, allowing her to be open with communication from her 50. Yes, and what will she communicate? That's what you're missing there, Masaki. Masaki, you're all on point, and that's actually very well written. Very well written. I'm, I'm very happy with that. It's just that you missed whatever all the other guys meant. What is she going to communicate? What is she very likely to communicate? Which I said, I've actually said it a couple times. Not the exact word, but the, the real packaging of what's about to happen. You've just really got to play it out in your mind. Maybe, it's, maybe you guys, if you've just never been in the scenario, maybe that's why you're struggling to think about what she might say next. But it's very much a push-pull dynamic. Maybe that will help you. It's very much a very... 
that actually that pretty much gives it away right then and there. If you haven't got it after push pull dynamic, just <laughs> I'm joking, guys. Don't worry, I'm here with you. And this is good. I want you guys to throw out your best guesses. It's okay to be wrong because don't worry, we'll get it. This is why it's a class session. Ivan then comes in saying it allows her to be honest with how she's feeling. Yes, yes, you are correct, as all of them have been. But, but what is she going to be honest about? How she's feeling about what? About what? Okay, so we then got Exiles. We got Exiles follow-ups, which we've already been through. When he said, just, I don't really know, just give me the silver. I can't give you silver yet, Exil, because you still haven't got the answer. You only get a medal if you actually get the answer. It's just gold or silver or bronze is just in the speed of which you get the answer. Uh, T then goes on saying she could cling on to you too quickly. Okay, so that's a potential red flag of an op- of what's about to happen, but you haven't actually told me what's about to happen. Like, that's a potential red flag that could come in. T then comes in with a couple of cheeky ha-has. Johnny then comes in saying what she needs. Eh, not quite. Not quite. Like, she could. She could, but that's not... It's not... She could say anything, of course, but we're talking about what's most likely about to happen here, predicated on her being attracted. Skeeven comes in saying, reciprocate attraction? question mark then he goes then he comes and saying directly after that nah wrong <laughs> such as that's how you know skis australian nah wrong <laughs> you'll never hear anyone from a different culture say that you'd never hear anyone say yeah mate, yeah or yeah nah or nah yeah or nah wrong it's so australian uh so when T- uh, skis said reciprocate attraction yes no you're correct on that that yes she will very likely reciprocate the attraction if it's already there. But how will she do it? What will she do with it? This is what we need to get. This is what you guys are missing. Exil then comes in saying, open up about her relationship and status. Yes, which would then lead her to put something on you. That's the bit. That's the bit. Like you're, just, you're right there. It's like you guys are literally staring the apple in the face. Yeah, you're not willing to pull it off the tree. Uh, oh, Distracon then says, get together. Distracon, but he put a question mark. So I can't give you, I can't give you a gold medal because that means you're actually asking me a question. You're not even confident in that answer yourself. So Distracon has finally licked the apple. Hasn't actually pulled the apple because he didn't actually give me the answer. But get together, he's basically there. He's basically there. If some of you, someone, Jesus. But it's still not though. It's like 99.99%. T then comes in saying, we're just getting some splashing magic off right now. <laughs> Fuck, this is what it is. You're just, right now, I feel like we're James who keeps getting fooled by that magic harp salesman again and again. That magic, that old, that old, old CD Asian guy who keeps selling the magic harp, promising that it's going to bring him a Gyarados. Oh. Okay, James just keeps falling for it. Okay, so Johnny Nguyen then comes in saying she would be drenched with that WAP haha. What's a WAP? Wireless access point? I'm pretty sure that's what a WAP is. Hey, Johnny? Hey? Hey? What, is, what do you mean by that WAP? Uh, Johnny then comes in saying, and most likely be all over you. Uh, Exil then comes in saying, I've never tried to pursue a woman out of a recent relationship, so I can't relate to this, but I'm willing to learn if I do this in the future. Good, Exil, good. Uh, Schemo then comes in saying, WAP, ha 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 ha, in capitals. 
you guys are in on something I don't know about. What is a WAP? All I know a WAP to be is a wireless access point. But how could a woman get drenched in a wireless access point? Are you guys trying to say to me that you feel that she is a that she's a Netgear router that is trying to access the wireless access point and somehow would be drained in the electrical communicational stimulation of the communication between that? Is that what you guys are trying to say? Because listen, I'm a pretty abstract guy. I will use some analogies. I will talk about watermelons, stray watermelon tactics. I will talk about many things. I will use Professor Oak to refer to hard erections. But when you're trying to say to me that a woman is a wireless access point, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that fucking means. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, this can't be. Oh, this cannot be. It is. It can't be. It is. (laughs) All right, let's keep going here. Uh... (laughs) shit okay so (laughs) Johnny then goes to say you pull away and she pounces yes yes good but what does she pounces mean Johnny so getting back on here what do you mean when she pounces what what does that mean what does that look like that's what she's you guys are all saying here she's going to open up you're all on the money with that she's going to open up but open up how Open up about what? Like, what's she going to say? What's she going to do? That gives you a multiple choice. Shit. Too many wireless access points up in here. All right, then Masaki then comes in saying, about her Drake playlist she made for you, in capitals, which is Masaki saying he has absolutely no idea. Uh, So, no, not quite. I would love, though, for her to make a Drake playlist. Shout out to the two guys I met at a red light just the other day. There were two guys that pulled up to me, next to me. I was in the car at a red light. The red lights take forever at this intersection. It's a really busy intersection. And I was like, like, I was like lip syncing to this song. And then they wound, they wound down their windows. They were playing Drake. They started singing this Drake song. We ended up having this conversation, like deep conversation about where we came from, our, back, our backgrounds, our ethnicities, between me and these two kind of black looking Filipino dudes, really chillers. And I was in my car out of this red light. It was an absolute moment. Anyways, that's Drake just brought that up. Johnny then comes in saying, as soon as I sat on his rug, I saw the answer at him. Yeah, but Johnny, you still haven't I'm glad that getting you in the visualization is good, but you 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 said you pull away and she pounces. Yes, but you haven't said what she pounces on or what that pounce looks like. So you need it, you need I can't give you gold for that. All right, Distracon then says, getting busy, getting busy. Yeah, well, yes, but it's still not specific enough. Yeah, yeah, that, that could be a part of it. Like, you're like T, when T said, uh, when T said she could cling on to you too quickly, that's a red flag of what could happen as a result of what she's about to do. Not specific enough, though. Tyrone then comes in saying, for her to be in the present moment with you, question mark, that's definitely what's going to happen, but no, that's not the specific about what she wants to open up about. It's very simple. I've actually already given you guys the answer a very couple of times here. Thank you, though, Tyrone, because uh, I haven't seen you in this chat yet. Johnny Nguyen then says, saying that he's in a hot situation. He is definitely in a hot situation. Uh, Masaki <laughs> says, lol, she's going to be down to see where it goes. Yeah, 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 still not the answer. That's like that. That's definitely a part of it, though. 
Johnny Newman comes in saying, wet ass pussy. All right. That's what the guys have been meaning when they say WAP. So who was the first person to say the WAP? So Johnny said that she would be drenched with that wet ass pussy. <laughs> Not the wild access boy. <laughs> who uses that? I've never seen that abbreviation for that though. Like, not, I've never heard anyone say it in real life. I've never seen it before. The only thing I can think of is because we got new internet a couple weeks ago and I was having a fucking around the, with the WAP, the real WAP, the true WAP, which is a wireless access point. That's the only thing I can think of you guys were saying. So it turns out the guys in this chat, particularly Ski and Johnny, seem to be, they seem to be the young kids in the back row. That are using these these uh, acronyms that they think old man Adam's not going to know about. So. <laughs> I actually prefer the wireless access point. I actually would have preferred if you guys actually did were trying to make the most loosest of abstract connections between a woman being a wireless access point and you're picking up on the electromagnetic signals being communicated between. I would have preferred that. I would prefer that. It actually disappoints me that you... So anyways, we've gotten so off track here because you guys just have not given me the, the correct answer. It's just it's been really funny, this journey of not getting the answer. <coughs> so uh, Paradox says, lol. Exil says, oh God, Johnny, teach him what WAP is. As if that's a common thing. <laughs> and then Ski says, WAP is the new song with Cardi B. So I don't follow Cardi I'm not into that music at all. So yeah, and because I use Spotify, I don't I don't follow the hot hits. I don't I don't I'm not into the uh, the fresh ninety or the fresh forty five or the uh, what do they call it pop? Yeah, popular music. I'm not into popular music. I search my own music. Um, that's why I probably missed it. Exil then comes in saying, <coughs> "You guys are just memeing in this chat now." <laughs> uh, Masaki says, "Adam needs direct intent uh, for this one." Adam needs direct intent for this one. Yes, yes, Masaki. Yes, as in that's that's what she's gonna do. She's gonna put something very direct to you. Okay, Masaki's getting close here. During the wind, then comes and saying, "I have the answer, but he's just not in on the memes." If you had the real answer, you wouldn't need a meme. I'm sorry, Johnny. Take on with a couple laughs. Uh, Ski then come and saying, "This is actually hilarious." Capital ha ha's. Johnny wins then says, "Saying put it all together, Adam. She's gonna pull your clothes off, my man." No. Not correct. No, incorrect. No, no. Now you're going really. Now you're going real, real far off. Real far off. Masaki was closest there. Masaki was closest. Ski then comes in saying he has to. He's ha- he's he has to listen to the song to understand. Uh, Johnny, I wish I could play it here, but YouTube will pull this video. Ski then. Uh, uh, Johnny comes in saying, "Haha, you're right, Ski. I unlocked the stump Adam achievement." Distracon says, get in a relationship. <laughs> the slowest of claps. Yes, Distracon has finally given us the answer that should have come in about five seconds. <coughs> the answer that should have come in about five seconds that Masaki got a little bit closer to. Uh, T then comes saying to, we'll take us to say, we'll always refer to it as the wireless access point. <laughs> <laughs> you said that takes to a girl. 
uh, slide in her DMs. Hey, girl, you got that wireless access point? <laughs> yes. Yes. Slice me up with that. Holy shit. Holy shit. I'm going to send that to a girl right now. Right now. Master, uh, sorry, distract on. You've got the answer. Before I send this video to this girl, the answer is, is that, which is not even the question I wanted to challenge you guys or to test you about, which is this, that when you provide the direct intent in a raw space and you also apply the empathy, which builds the foundation of trust, which then gives her a pulling away feeling, she will then push on you by then going, okay, now I feel really comfortable that actually... I want to sling this guy a host of relationship options, aka she will push on you to now go into a relationship, to go into either casual, most likely with her if she's uh, gone on a bit of a rampage, to actually go into a monogamous relationship. It seems counterintuitive. I'll explain it in a second. But rampage wouldn't come first in that scenario, but it could definitely come second. But anyways, she will push on you for relationship options because you have shown her exactly that that is not what you need and that you don't even want that. But because of the flux that's going on in her life and as and as the Tao Te Ching always pushes forward, which is this, that the only constant is the flow of energy and that from one thing into another. And if you just need to remember this one story from Chong Zhu, which is fucking, fucking this. When, when Chong Zhu woke up from his dream of being a butterfly, and Chong Zhu did not know if he was Chong Zhu dreaming of being a butterfly or being a butterfly dreaming of being Chong Zhu. The difference is irrelevant. That is one thing flows into another. The story of Chong Zhu. That's, anyways, anyways, that was, oh, things got really philosophical there. Bringing it back right now, that because of the that pulling nature of which that you show that you no longer need, you do not need anything from her, that she was most likely now to push on you to go into some form of relationship. And how he responds to that is going to be multiple choice. That's where we were going with this. But for all of you that said she's going to open up, you're correct. Yes, she's going to open up. But about what? The about what, Exil? That would have given you a gold medal. You were so fucking close. Let me get let me get your answer. Let me get your answer. When when Exil said trust and open up to you about if he had said trust, she will trust and open up to you about that now I actually want to go into a relationship with you. I want to push on you to do to not just direct intent with observe, but to direct intent to be together. Alright? But for those of you that thought it was going to lead to some crazy sexual rampage, so far off. <laughs> Just, you got too deep on the wet-ass wireless access point. All right, you got too deep on that. You started thinking that way. But, so that's why when Distracon said, get together, question mark, he was so close. He was so close. He was like 99.99 there. But the reason why I wasn't there is because it's a question mark. It's not an actual answer. But then he said getting busy, but that's because he was getting... Um, he's getting played up. Uh, actually, no, that was before the, the wireless access point. So no, he was just off of that, just in general. And then Muskie came really close saying Adam needs direct intent for this one. Yeah, yeah, she was going to hit you with super direct intent, but about the relationships that, that she wants to push on you now. Oh, shit. Okay. And then Dushakon finally said it. He finally got it saying get in a relationship. Yes. But again, it's not that specific. You've got to be more specific. 
It's just that if we keep going here, I can't give a gold medal to anyone. I'm just willing to cancel the Olympics altogether. I get the tea then coming to say, uh, came in with a little monkey and a banana. Uh, Johnny coming saying, I regret nothing about this detour. Tyrone then saying, saying to a woman like, in quotes, hey, you are like a wireless access point because I want to connect to you. <laughs> yeah. He says, oh, that's not bad at all. I don't mind that. Uh, Exil then coming saying, well, that was a nice tangent. Muskie saying, saying true. Johnny saying, slow clap nonetheless. Ha ha. Distracting saying, I regret putting a question mark. Yeah, you shouldn't have put a question mark, but I still would have grilled you anyway on what you actually meant specifically by gang relationships. But you definitely, Distracting is the one who actually kept his head in this chat. The rest of you fucking lost your heads. Exil then came in saying, I'm ready to learn this counterintuitive process. This sounds too profound for people who linearly uh, think about relationships. Yes, okay, so hang on a second. <clears throat> I said I would send this message to this girl, so let's do it. What do you What do you mean U-Park plus capped fees have changed at U-Park's Groat, Light, and Top and Rundle Mall today? Check prior email or visit uparkcomau <laughs> That's the first text that appeared on my phone. I'm sorry, guys. Let me, hold on. I said I'd send this. If I don't send it to her now, it's just not going to be funny later. Um, shit. Okay, so... Hang on, how do I, how do I, I'm going to reverse this. Hang on, I'm just going to send this message to this girl. Where was Johnny Nguyen's wet ass pussy explanation? Okay, so. uh, Hang on, I'm going to flip the camera here because I'm not showing my face. I'm showing the screen. Hang on, hang on, just bear with me a second, guys. This is too good. Okay. Uh, So this is the deal. I'm up in this live chat and apparently there's a lot of, followers that seem to know about this song called wet ass pussy which i didn't know about and i'm grilling them on this relationship dynamics and i was asking them about what this girl's gonna do in relation to what this guy's gonna do and they kept saying wop he's gonna hit her with this wop and all i thought that meant yeah i'll show you they look at them saying wop in the chat look at this jerry red with that wop hit her with that she'll be drenched with that wop and i thought they meant the only thing i could think of was that she'll be drenched with that Wireless access point. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they were trying to make the loosest of connections that a woman would be a wireless access point that would be communicating electrical communication to the man. But no, all they were meaning was that she was just going to get really sexually attracted and have that wet ass pussy. So from now on, I will always refer to you as the wireless access point. Have a good day. <laughs> That's it. Send it. I can send it. Okay, she will always be referred to. Oh, always good. Now that girl knows, she knows what the wireless access point is. Can't believe, can't believe it. Can't believe you guys. Okay, you shinji I Can't believe you guys. <sighs> Shit. Oh, fuck. Okay, so... Uh, Okay, so who we got next? Who we got up in here? So Muskie then comes in with a lot of capital ha-has. Exil's saying, yo, this is too good. <laughs> Ski comes in with even longer capital ha-has. I'm going to have to have some debate. I'm going to actually, after this, I'm going to call her and just discuss with her this wireless access point business, this wet-ass pussy business. This is too much business for me. This is too much business. Uh, Ski then comes in saying, Adam, you've got to promise us you will listen to it. Yeah, for sure. I will listen to it straight afterwards, yet forever from now on, I'll always refer to that song as the wireless access point. Yeah, you guys have ruined it for me. 
You've actually ruined it for me. I had a chance at listening to that song in its organic form. Now, never. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Arigato. Exil uh, then comes in saying, teach you game while doing the game. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, a little bit of a, uh, what do we call that? Call it a little bit, it's a little bit fractal, my friend. A little bit fractal. So, what are we even, where are we, where are we even? You're so sidetracked. Uh, okay, so, realigning our minds here. I'm sure this guy is like, is like, guys, this is good fun, but I actually have a real world scenario that I need help with. <laughs> this is like those classes where you're in fucking SOS class, uh, society class, study of society's education class and you know the 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 cool kids get into it with the teacher they're going back and forward yet there's that one kid in the corner who's like i just want to fucking learn about vietnam right (laughs) and it's just like can we just get back to vietnam can we just get back to learning about agent orange and all the other kids are like fuck you timmy fuck you go suck your thumb in the corner that's what you guys are doing to me right now. I'm trying. There is someone in the room, in the classroom, who actually wants to learn. Yet you guys are throwing fucking paper planes. You're you're putting up YouTube videos of cats getting destroyed by lawnmowers. That's what this session has turned into. I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the reins back here. You know, and you know, if you do this enough in an actual classroom, the cl- the teacher eventually gives up. Like if you make the teacher have a good enough time, he's like, fuck it, guys, put the textbooks away. We're just going to watch a movie. That's kind of, but I'm not going to let that happen here. Had enough of you guys. Had enough of you guys. All right. Moe. Moe. All right. Had enough of you. We're going to get back on. Yeah. We're going to learn about Vietnam. Let's go. So you're down there on the rug. Convey the direct, he selected option B, direct intent with intent to observe. Extremely pulling away, yet at the same time, extremely attractive because it's given her this idea of that, oh, I can be really open with him, trusting, he set the, fo- the soil. So now, in a situation where we know about this girl, daddy issues, ice turtle shell, you would think that her having ice turtle shell nature, that would make, give her a real easy out and go, because, you know, she's disdainful for masculine energy in general. She doesn't necessarily want to get into relationships with guys but she's never been shown this type of masculine energy and in my video particularly part two i believe but i also believe it's at the end of part one on the girls with daddy issues i discussed the repair mode for a girl with daddy issues and it's through repetition it's through the reps of being shown that actually masculine energy can be wholesome can be trusting can be good and that is when a girl can flip and that is when a girl can be shown an opportunity to repair her daddy issues. Because yes, there is the, she needs to do the work on her own. Absolutely. But just the same way you guys need to do the work in your bedroom. You guys need to do the work in your bedroom around overcoming your own limiting beliefs about your own inadequacies and about how you're not entitled to this and how you're a short Asian guy and, and how you've just been fucking romping the, romping the Call of Duty and the pizza for the last five years and you're not worthy of anyone. Yeah, you need to dive in on yourself for that as well in the same way that a girl of daddy issues also needs to unpack where they came from, why she feels this way and go through all the patterns of of all the different guys throughout her life and why she has this perception about men in general. But she needs to swing the blade in the same way you need to swing the blade. She's never going to learn to get over her daddy issues until she actually gets out there 
and finally puts trust in someone. So that's what you guys all missed here. That's what you all missed. Distracon kind of got there, but really like he was like getting dragged across the line for that gold medal, which is that this is the first opportunity for her that a masculine being has shown this level of execution. And for those of you that are uninitiated, execution goes high when expectations go low. And vice versa, when expectations are high, execution often is very low as well. So when execution goes high, expectations go low, that's a winning combination because it's just, it's so powerful. It's, it's, based, it's, a, it's a flamethrower on steroids because it gives her now an opportunity to actually want to do something that she's never wanted to do before. But that's why I'm saying it's very likely. It's why it's so counterintuitive, Exil, to what I was talking to you about before. It's very counterintuitive because she's not the type of girl that you would think would want to now push on him a relationship of some kind because of her cold status, her ice turtle status. But it's the first light that she's seen, the first flame she's seen that she doesn't feel like she'll get burnt by. So that's why it's very likely that if he can actually highly execute, execute on tap, extremely high execution with extremely low expectation, if he can nail those two things, that's why it's actually very likely that she would then go, okay, um, you know, X, X, even though, you know, I, I really appreciate your feelings. I really appreciate you telling me about all these things. Um, you know, like, I know you said you just want to kind of, you know, just not really do anything right now, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of open, you know, I'm kind of open to at least seeing where things go. She's not going to give you a full green light. It's going to be a yellow. As for those of you, uh, okay, he doesn't know what a yellow is. <coughs> He doesn't know what a yellow is. So a yellow is a green light disguised. A is a green light disguised, a green light with a mask on it. In which that she's not willing to give you a full direct, okay, let's go in a relationship. Actually, fuck it. Let's go in a relationship. She's not going to say that. She's going to give you a yellow in which that I'm kind of open to, you know, seeing where things go. Kind of open. All right. She's going to start with something very similar to that. And then that is going to convey to you, oh, so she's telling me, that she's open to get into a relationship with me, be it casual or monogamous. We're going to figure out that in a second. Very unlikely, very unlikely if you were to think about it in a very solid manner, in a very concrete manner. But human beings are very liquid and that push-pull does very interesting things to people. And that not just push-pull, but push-pull executed to the highest level. And if it comes with the execution of that direct congruent authenticity with the extreme low expectation, which then is born from, which was born from empathy, that I don't actually want to get into a relationship. I don't even want to have sex with you because I know you've got your own work to do, right? So you do your own work, just know that's how I feel. She's never received that from a guy ever if she's an ice turtle shell. And actually most guys in general. (laughs) Unless you follow my content or a couple other guys that push uh, being direct in general. So this tags us back, right back to that first date I went on with that girl, uh, that girl with the girl I went into uh, a two-year relationship with. On our first date, I mentioned this before, at the end of our first date, I already brought up the casual relationship. <coughs> I already brought up the casual relationship because at the end of like a 10-hour date, essentially, uh, actually it wasn't that, it was, what did we meet up in? No, actually probably was at that point. We've probably been together for about nine or 10 hours at that point, fucking around the city. And then we were finally at the mama's dessert house. And I just said to her, listen, 
I've got to be real with you. You know, we've had just the most amazing date of our entire lives. I want to get to know you better. I want us to explore together, but just know that at the stage of life I'm in right now, I want to open and free. I want you to be free to learn about yourself. I want to be free about learning about myself and to interact with other people, et cetera, et cetera. <coughs> We're sitting there at the dessert house. She's super quiet. <coughs> in no one's rational mind, would you ever think a girl would agree to that or let alone do what she was about to do? She wouldn't even think she was about to do what she's about to do. What happened, for those that haven't gone back and listened to the full Social Dynamics Journey uh, podcast, it's only like five or six ago, well, what happened was she was like left jaw dropped to a sense in which that she didn't really have much response once I finished talking. And I said to her, but I just got to go to the toilet. So give me a sec, because I wanted her time to think. So I went to the toilet, just had a look at the Pokemon drawings inside the toilet. Kids were drawing Pokemon. And not not in the toilet when I was right there, but they had drawn they had drawn posters of Pokemon and they were posted in the toilet. And so how do I know this? Because when I came back, the first thing I said to her as I came back into our little booth, I said, Hey, did you know they got drawings of Pokemon in the toilet? And before I even finished, it was like, Hey, you know they got Pokemon drawings of Pokemon in the toilet? And she cut me off at the toilet. And she said, So so how does a casual relationship work? How does a casual relationship work? We've only known each other for 10 hours. Really, for about 10 hours. And she's only, she doesn't even know what it, what it is yet. Given So what what is the principles that I executed there that are the same principles that this guy's about to execute? Direct, congruent, authentic, plus empathy. The empathy in my scenario was giving her time while I walked away. As in, I didn't sit there going, mm-hmm, 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 where's that whop? Right, I wasn't like, "Where's that?" I wasn't trying to execute, uh, transact on that situation. I wasn't needing anything from her. I was just stating that this is my intent for you, but in my physical demonstration of the empathy, she was given that trusting soil. If I had sat there like, mm-hmm, right, like, okay, validate me now. I put my heart on the line. Now reciprocate. Tell me, give, give me what I want. If, that, if I had acted in any way, shape, or form in that way, no, she would have been like, oh, no, this is, this is sticky. This is, this, is, this is dirty. This is toxic. Nah, nah. No. But because I walked away, that was a very extreme form of showing the empathy. Because it was literally just going, that, and now think about it all you want. Because I don't care if you say yes or no. So I walk away. In his example, when he's down on the rug, his form of empathy will come more verbally. He doesn't need to walk away because he's going to be there on the rug in that space. But what he needs to do is give her the intent to observe. Because the scenarios are different. I know that she's not; she wasn't a nice turtle shell. But the principles are the same. When you combine direct, congruent, authentic, masculine execution with empathy, however the empathy manifests is going to be different on the girl in front of you, of course. But as long as you combine the two different plays, that sets up the trusting soil in which that a girl is likely to do something very unlikely to do the very opposite of what she would have thought she would have done. Being an ice turtle shell, being this cold girl who just never really trusted masculine energy, but now, trusting soil, think I can. So, push on you, push on him. She's very likely to be prepared, my friend, X, if she then says, actually, maybe we don't need to just intend to observe, or maybe, you know, what would it, what would it look like if we were together? You know, what would it look like if we did try something? Or maybe I am open to maybe experimenting a little. And that's a complete 180 to what you thought she would have done. Now, my friends, the part, the place we were supposed to go was now, how does he respond? 
that's the multiple choice about what now happens as to, okay, because he's going to be thinking, okay, what the fuck do I do then? Because I've already said to her that I just want intent to observe, but I actually do have feelings for this girl. But, but I thought she was, in his mind anyway, I thought she was going to respond with probably going, oh, well, you know, thanks a lot for that. I take it into consideration and, you know, it's good just being friends. You know, there's not, I'm not saying she won't do that because remember, it's predicated on attraction. It's just that it's very likely if you can have extremely high execution to the level I've described with such low expectations that this flip will happen. And I gave you that exact example from my own my own life, right? That girl uh, back in the mama's dessert house who I then got into that two-year relationship with, if I had asked her the day before, hey, if we had spent nine, 10 hours together at the end of it, asked you to get into a casual relationship, would you have said yes? She would have been like, uh, probably not. Probably not, right? Very likely to do something very unlikely, but it's exactly what happened. We then got into a casual relationship. Straight after that, from that night on, from that night on, from our first night, we were then in a casual relationship. So hopefully that installs some faith for him that there is something very uh, powerful into this, uh, very powerful behind not only being a powerful masculine being, but using empathy in combination with it uh, to show to show that she can trust. When she can trust, she can open up. When she can open up, possibilities have been illuminated. Okay. Now, the multiple choice is what we'll go into next, and then we'll get into your open Q&As, open questions. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of chat going up in here. Okay, so we've got multiple choice coming after this as to how is he going to respond to her pushing on him. And then we'll wrap, we'll, we'll, that'll be the final part of this. You guys have just taken us on this extreme uh, Mr. Hayward detour. That's, I, that, Mr. Hayward was the, I was the fucking kid who wanted to learn about Vietnam. I wanted to learn about the Battle of Long Tan, but there was always fucking Tom and Chase in the corner just fucking razzing and they eventually get the teacher distracted and the class was just, just over <laughs> Just over. Yeah, you would have little Adam in the corner going, that. I just want to fucking learn about Vietnam. <laughs> That's me right now. I feel all of you. Because like these guys in the chat are all in the same wavelength with the with the WAP, but I'm sure there's many people listening in post. I'm sure there's a lot of much, much more mature listeners, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds listening to this right now going, Adam, I know, I know. Let's just get back to Vietnam. <laughs> uh, but guys, listen, for, for the... Uh, I'll entertain all of them. I'll let the kids have their fun, okay? We let the kids have their fun and then we get back on point. Because I am very aware that there are also some very mature listeners to this that have no time for wireless access point wet-ass pussies. Keep it together. Keep it together. It's just too good. It's too good. It's just too good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That girl, she's going to be like, why are you calling me a wireless access point? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. 
Oh shit. Oh man. Oh fuck you guys. I tried. I tried my best. Oh come buddy master. I tried my best. I just can't get I had to let it out. When you say it like that, that is that is money. That is absolute money. Oh, okay, good. We got it. We got it out. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.